Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav Beasy in this thing, aka Motivate. <laughs> And you got your girl here, Motown. <laughs> she I know, ready. I ain't know where Travis going ready, with y'all. that pause. What's up, y'all? You tuned into another episode of Motivate TL, man. Sorry, y'all, last week we didn't post the episode. We back. We back. We back. We know y'all missed us. Yeah, we miss y'all, too, to be honest. Everybody that listens, man, we really did miss y'all. So, y'all already know, we got to thank y'all for showing love to us, uh, posting and tweeting and all that good shit. All of this stuff. Rating us on the apps and everything, man. We appreciate you. So, Trav, you want to give us some motivation? I got you. You already know. So, before you go to bed, set your intention for tomorrow. Speak to yourself about the type of energy you want to have and how you want the day to flow. And this month, specifically, I've actually been doing that because last month was my birthday month and I wasn't as focused at work. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. That's not a good. (laughs) No, that wasn't a good I just heard birthday. (laughs) Yeah, so I had to go into this month um, because my job is a production-based job. So in order for me to get out what I need to get out of it, I have to put in the work. And just last month just wasn't really the best month. I had a great month, though. I didn't allow that to affect the... His personal life. You feel me? (laughs) But going into this month, I know that ending the year, I needed to just kind of refocus. So... Every night before I go to bed, I try to, you know, pray and just make sure that my mind is right for the next day and just stay focused and not allow situations at work, supervisor, coworkers, or any of them to affect what I'm trying to do. So do that. Okay. Speak that energy into your life. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of energy I've been trying to speak into my life. Just put the good stuff out there, claim that good stuff. And dodge the negative. And dodge the Dodge the negative, yo. Stay away from it. But that's that. So we're going to hop right into some stuff that's been going on. What you been up to this week? Did you do anything fun? We rehearsed. That was fun. (laughs) Y'all, I have been working on this youth conference. And I think it has been sucking the life out of me. But it's going to be worth it. It is worth it. It's going to be worth it. It was worth it. We're going to turn up. It's going to be fun. It was lit. (laughs) We talking both. It was lit, right. (laughs) Because when we released this, the event already would be to happen. But, yeah, I'm excited about it, Mo. I don't know why I'm most so worried, y'all. I feel like it's going to be good. But, I mean, there's more going on that I don't know about. You know, I'm hosting it. And she ain't gave me no information about it. And I'm not worried. But. I'm putting, right, all, I'm, I'm putting out all in the spot right now, y'all. What you been doing this week, Trav? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I had a gig this weekend in Cleveland, Georgia, in the middle of nowhere. Didn't have any service. Not Cleveland, Ohio. Um, no, I wish. <laughs> but uh, it was in a barn. And mind y'all, last Saturday it was raining. It was cold. It's a mug. The gig was basically outside because the barn was, like, open. Um, but it was a good gig. It was fun. And that's all. Like, I... Child. Sunday, I was so tired. I didn't do anything but just get ready for the week. So, yeah. I'm turned down this fall, man. <laughs> I'm turned down this fall. Hey, hot boy I didn't, fall no more? Uh-uh. Fuck boy fall, I heard. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, my mama said that the other day. I said, boy, listen, 
Not fuckboy fall. I ain't participating in that one. I caught the tail end of the hot, the summer. The summer. You know what I'm saying? The very tail end of it. I had a little city boy moment. Different <laughs> 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 <Super> moment. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't participate, but yeah, we well, we've been to have a focused fall. Hey, I'm with it. Focused fall, I like that. I'm Let's get ready. Let's get ready for 2020, so we can have a supernatural spring. Hell, what? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, a supernatural focus spring. Fall, supernatural spring. And uh, and uh, I don't know. But y'all can tell we've been at church. Right. Listen to the references. <laughs> <laughs> we deep as hell Like y'all be so ratchet On this dog on podcast Now y'all deep That's Getting okay. the mind right we for finna, Friday uh, While we on the spiritual note I'm gonna get into a little bit So y'all know Travis is The Kanye super fan here It's actually Is, is. I was thinking that on the way here. I was like Yo I was listening to So I'm already I don't, The clip they posted On the shade room Of the album I don't think it was on the shade room actually No I Disregard think it was that. Oh well maybe it was I'm feeling it already, and I ain't even heard so, it. And I'm going to see Jesus this King this weekend. I saw you tweet that. IMAX in there. I don't think I can spend my money on it. I got to. I want to see it. I don't think I'm going to be able to see it nowhere else. I don't think I want to spend no I'm money. I'm in there, y'all. I'm going to tell y'all all about it on the next episode. I can't see myself. Going. I am going. I already kind of don't even want to stream it on my phone all the way. Wait, that album? Yeah. Man, don't be and I just want to let it die down a little bit. Yeah, he going to make the money regardless with your listen or without it. Exactly. But I was straight with going to the little free gospel stuff. <laughs> right. He get a little freebie. Yeah. But, um... So he's saying when he's when he was working on the album, he asked everyone who was working on the album with him to abstain from premarital sex. Travis, the super fan, would not. I would straight lie to my boy, yeah, <laughs> and probably say yes. I mean, it depends on the time frame he's asking. If it's specifically, you know, it takes a minute to complete a body of work, right? But the thing with Kanye. He had a release date, and we would have to lock in on that first release date. <laughs> if you want to push it back, bro, you're doing too much. Um, but I don't think he can. I mean, of course, he can decide if he wants to put these people on the album or not if they don't want to listen. But I don't think that is fair. This is what the church does. When we get to a certain place, when they, I don't like to say we because I don't judge people based on that but when people get to a certain place in their spiritual path they expect for everybody, everybody around them to be there with them and that's not fair because the time frame it may take it's kind of like when a person joined the church people just thinking that oh god just gonna start doing Strip stuff for them. you yeah immediately that's not the case it's gonna take time it may take a year it may take five years hell it may take you 10 years it may take the rest of your life your, rest of your life is that every day your path is your path the whatever happens in your life that will allow you that moment to realize that okay i have to change something that i'm doing for myself now you're on your spiritual journey and the decisions you make is completely up to you but i don't think it's fair for him to try to force people into and a space. lot of that change don't come until you tired of your own shit exactly and ba- you just tired of bad stuff happening you tired of stuff going wrong and it's like okay most people get on that spiritual path then which right. god up here like bro what's up you know i've been waiting on you um, the good thing about God and the thing I appreciate about God, though, is he doesn't judge us based on those decisions. What the world may see as 
bad or what your denomination or your church specifically sees as things that'll get you sent to hell. God sitting up there holding on to grace and mercy and like, yo, we're going to let this one slide. We're going to let this one slide. So, you know, that's why I can appreciate being spiritual versus being religious. But Good point. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't let Kanye dictate that yeah. in my life. I went to a church and to sing on the praise team, you had to sign this paper basically saying that you won't do this, that, that, and the other and a lot of it was some something like, okay, in my head, I have a gift that I want to give to God. Right. God gave me this gift, and I want to give it back to him. So it was something like, you can't be seen out drinking in public or smoking in public. Nope. And this was specifically for the people who were singing, though, right? Not- Any leadership. Okay. And they consider the praise team leaders. as leaders. That is leader. You're on the front line. Yeah, you're on the front line. So, I can respect that only because you have to have some type of structure within your ministry or you have to have some type of structure within your organization. However, I probably would give the people a a, a time frame because the thing about church, it says come as you are, right? So if I am if I can come as I am, I can participate, sh- I can as, participate I as I am. The thing people don't realize about church is, yeah, you can come as you are, but you shouldn't leave the same way you came, you know. And that's not saying that you're going to be changed after one service, two services, just like we said. But conviction will come. Conviction will come based on your influence in the church. So that's why I said I would give it a certain time frame. Give it a six, uh, three-month period, a six-month period to at least see where they're changing. They may not be changing in the area of smoking or drinking, but you may cut back on having sex. You may cut back on going out, you know. But And my thing about the sex thing is that it's always people who marry that love to talk about premarital sex. Right. People who've already. They're getting it in. Like, you're they, getting it in And freely. they've already did that. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think most people, I don't know, but I don't feel like most people stop having premarital sex and then, and then say, start preaching in premarital sex. They never stop. They just get married. Right, right, right. So, and then now you can continue freely, exactly. get free. You know what I'm saying? I think like so. For me, obviously, I'm not a virgin. So prior, to- <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm walking this path alone. <laughs> oh, we know. We know, Big Mo ain't no virgin. Nah. Um, I think that I would do that prior to my marriage, just to put me and my fiance in a space. Oh yeah, no, that sounds awesome. You feel me? Just to have us in a space to know that, okay. But you're also doing that under pretenses of being married. Right. And I'm not married judging people based on, are y'all still like having sex? Y'all need to stop until you get married. if you wasn't in an engagement or something like that, you still wouldn't have stopped having sex. Right. Exactly. For sure. So that's still under the pretenses of getting married. For sure. But this is actually kind of running over. Right. Now, we we done went on a little rant about it. But I will say, last thing on that point, uh, don't allow people around you to take you off of the path that you're on. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to the decisions that you make. Hopefully, you're around people that will influence you positively to change. And encourage you. And encourage you in those moments because... We sex is good, you know. (laughs) So it's gonna be hard to just stop having sex. Now the thing I can do is take steps as to okay, fasting from yeah, you feel me, and doing stuff like that. So 
Yeah, that's enough about that. Good topic though. Good topic. I like that. Okay. Kanye album on the way too. It's out. It's out. It's out. It's out. Jesus is king. <laughs> Is there any cricket? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you know, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's my boy. So, y'all, on to a new topic. Travis done told me he about to start being a man's man and getting into sports. Yo, my nephew is killing the game on the field, you know, so in order for me. And I've always, like, enjoyed watching sports. I just never... Kept up. Yeah, kept up with it. And, like, really had a team. Like, niggas were hard now argue about sports. Like, that's barbershop talk. That's all of it. And you be and, out up there twiddling your thumb. I'll just be like, yo, I mean, I just ain't about to be going back and forth with no niggas. They, none of them football players paying my bills. But, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, you know, my nephew definitely doing his thing. And based on how he's been moving this year, he's a sophomore in high school. Uh, he has potential to go to the NFL. So I just want to be able to have that to relate to him. You know, have something to relate to him with. Talk about and be able to motivate and encourage him and actually know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I've always actually been a basketball fan. I'm a Lakers fan. Shout out to the Lakers. Shout out to Kobe. LeBron that made his way on over to LA. I wasn't the biggest LeBron fan, but now since he on the Lakers, that's how it is when he's at your team. You feel me? I, I think gotta, he's just gonna make his rounds. Yeah, you know they lost the other night to the Clippers. One two stoked about that. You know they gonna need to get it together. I think Brian still trying to order order rust off. You know he's what I'm saying? Trying to fit in, but together. Shout out to basketball season is back in. Uh, football season is slowly. You know, still got a few. More games. Back yeah. yeah. Football yeah. season be wrapping up like February, but yeah. So speaking of basketball season and Trav getting into it, you should definitely get in we go for real Trav because sure. you're pretty go much to the games like season stuff. ticket holders sure. with in we go. For sure, something to think about. I, I give you your. Wait, you get like twenty dollars if I sign up. It depends on when. Sometimes it's twenty, sometimes it's ten. Oh, try right. to catch you on that twenty though, right? Yeah. Okay, but anywho. <laughs> Um, freaking being a football, basketball, baseball, this is a lot to keep up with in my life. In Atlanta, you know? oh my gosh, the Falcons are doing terrible. Trash. They are trash. We have tickets to the games and don't even want to trash. Go. I don't know what's up with the Falcons. They got to the get Braves it together, man. Have been good all season. They get to the playoffs, trash, and they set a record. Yeah, now nah, they did for how many. Run somebody else made in the first quarter. Like it looked like a freaking NBA game. Score. Good, the good thing is that Atlanta United is, has been holding it yes. down. <laughs> Unite and conquer. I went yeah, to their man. first playoff game. Yeah, last weekend that was super fun. Oh, that's dope. And the energy there is just so much. I can much tell, man. Better. I still gotta hit a soccer game up. Well, know. the season's well over. next season. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Well, uh, they got a game Thursday, but I don't have tickets to that. Anywho, but yeah, sports. If y'all know anything about sports, want to keep Travis up to date, just hit, <laughs> just hit us up. I'm going to be watching, them. you know, I watch ESPN and stuff, so I'll be, you know, try to make that at least a portion of what we do. I may not be able to do it every week, y'all. My, my life is very... And, and some girls think that shit is, like, sexy. I, I, I could give place. a fuck if my nigga talk about sports or not, but some women, like... Feed off of that, like yeah. Now I'm not gonna be out of character doing too much. <laughs> no, I'm me. Real. You know what I'm saying? I'm me. I watch it. I will. I pay attention. I try to keep up as much as I can. But I ain't no analyst. I ain't trying to be no commentator and do all this extra stuff. Um, 
in regards to that. So, what else we got on there? All right, social media. Basically, what I've been seeing all week. First part of the week was Summer Walker in London on the track broke up. Oh, I didn't know that. So, first thing to say about it is, would you ever engage in a public breakup? Like, especially being famous. I don't know if I would get on Instagram and just be like, single as fuck. Yeah, I don't like the idea of that because you should have a relationship. Not your relationship, but you should have a friendship, a situation enough with your partner enough to be able to discuss that on the low no matter how y'all feel about each other y'all should be able to talk that out text me facetime me uh call me whatever we can link up i mean we've been in a full relationship why are we publicly and that's clearly acting off of emotion and and attention which are two of the main factors that you need to pipe down in a relationship you got to get your emotions together and think with your head at hard times. Absolutely. And you cannot be seeking attention, especially when you're famous and you kind of got access to any nigga or any girl that you want. But along with them breaking up at the beginning of the week, people were saying City Girls is up one um, because she got the beats from London on the track and dip. My whole thing about that is, and Travis, you're you're more invested in the music industry, so you might know some stuff on this. This guy executive produced her album. Right. He's regardless of where they are, unless something was stated in the contract, he's it's, getting paid regardless. He's getting paid, he's getting and paid he's regardless. getting paid a sustainable amount. Right. All right. And For depending sure. on how your contract is, like I tried to argue with somebody on Twitter, and they didn't even say nothing back. When I made this point, drop one of clues. <laughs> okay, TLC was the artist. They was broke as fuck, but Dallas Austin was eating. Right, right. So, like, a lot of times... If the somebody, artists ain't even making the most money exactly. on the project. That's why they have to go on tour. That's why they have to start selling this merch. That's why they have to start doing all this extra stuff. Because, honestly, the way it works is when you... Are, you got a label. Right, you got a label to pay. They basically fronting you the funds for your album. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you this money. The producer, he ain't got nothing to do with the money they... You're paying him with the money they fronting. He getting his money and he out. Regardless. You feel me? And he going to get... When um, you kind of got to work on the back end. He going to get residuals every time, you know, the record is played. Every time she hit a new record... He he does that himself with like BMI or CSAC or any other publishing companies. He does that on his own as an independent individual. You know what I'm saying? An independent contractor. So regardless of their situation, legally, niggas he don't eat. So this, <laughs> he it's actually a city boy. Like that's exactly. the point the for CF, the city boy. For sure, like a thousand. <laughs> but um, luckily, by the end of the week, they got back together. And that's another thing about publicly breaking up with people when you're in your feelings and even telling your family about certain things, family and friends about certain things that happen within your relationship because... People hold on to that stuff. Even when y'all move on, they remember the pain that they felt when you was telling them about the stuff that you was going through. I've never... I've always said my next relationships are not going to do that because a few years ago with my ex, my family... 
I always went back to her, and my family would always just be reminded, like, Travis, you remember last time that happened? You remember last time that happened? Oh, y'all back with that again. Okay, and then they stopped wanting to hear about it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that publicly, keep your business on the low. Y'all get back together, that's between y'all. And Yeah, nobody knows, like, and it's okay to have, like, one friend that maybe is more of a distant friend. Like, y'all might be close, but they might live out of town, or or y'all don't talk every day, or that person doesn't have to be around right. your significant other. And when things get really bad, tell them. And 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 make it known why you're telling them. Look, right. you're somebody that I need to not judge me. You know, I don't know if this is going to be the end all be all, but we can make up any day. Right. You so know I really just need somebody to talk to, and I don't want to bring this to my family or my close friend circle that's right. around this person. Especially if you know they super judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I got. I got homies that I can talk to, and I'm gonna get a disclaimer like, bro, this might be just some temporary stuff, but I'm just, I just need to vent to you. And niggas don't never really hold that against you, like, yeah, bro, you going back Women to that girl? Definitely, y'all do that. <laughs> we, def- I can't tell my like, and that's because they love me so much. My main group, if they see my nigga looking off in the distance too long, they gonna figure out what the fuck he doing. So let alone if I talk to them. But I do think them, friends should do a better job at just kind of. I chilling. They definitely should. Yeah, because like y'all end up making up something that you think and you telling your friend is, and it's like it may not even be true. It just it it's your perception of it, and now it's like yo, you done started a rumor. <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? So I got a quick story, and I hope nobody minds me sharing this, but I'm about to put it out there. So I'm talking to this dude. It's his birthday. This is the first birthday I ever spent with him. All of his friends are there, and then, of course, since he's talking to me, he lets all of my friends come, my little main crew. Okay. So, it's this one girl that's at the birthday party, and he just seems like they have a really close connection. I can't pinpoint what this connection is, but every time she needs something, he's like, oh, let me get up, let me do this, let me walk you to your car, let me do this. And this this, this is somebody else. And this is somebody else that I don't know. But I'm kind of just like, let me just chill. But my homegirls, they like... They ain't with it. Oh, he walking her to the car. I got to get something out of my car. Oh, she said he need to get something. I got to go to the bathroom to see what... You know, like, they just... They are watching like a hawk. Um, So, eventually... I mean, he not stupid. I'm there at his house on his birthday. I'm spending the night. It wasn't no wait out game or like me waiting for another girl to leave or nothing like that. But it was it was a little bit awkward because my friends, they started getting to the point where they weren't being discreet about watching what this girl was doing. But it was other people around. So one of his friends says, hey, y'all chill. It ain't nothing. That's just one of our good friends. And at this point, my friends are at the level where they're like, fuck that. <laughs> we finna figure out what the fuck this bitch doing. Okay, months go by. I casually bring it up. Like, you know, my friend's so crazy. They thought you and so-and-so had something going on. And was starting to make a little bit of a scene. And he goes, that's the last person I would be with. Because that was my best friend's fiance. And my best friend got murdered. So we became uh, really close in grieving. Right. 
but I would never disrespect my best friend, even though, you he know, dead, yeah. he's dead. And it was just such an awkward freaking I conversation. Off top, though, he still was wrong because y'all should have, you should have known that already. You feel but me? But his birthday was close into us first starting to talk. Oh, okay. And But I feel like, you know, I feel like it still would have been a way. Like, it's only so much you're going to be doing for somebody else. It definitely could have been. And it could have just been talked about yeah. a little soon. I ain't saying he was just dead wrong. You know, I just think the time frame has to win. Because now you got your friends. Now he got your friends here doing the most. You know what I'm saying? And it's got you here because at the same time, you loyal to, to you going to be loyal to the nigga at least for now. But you also gonna be like with your friends, like cause of shit. I don't want nothing to be yeah, going down for Yeah, it's kind of like I was in the middle of it all. Right, right. And I didn't want to make no scene because I didn't want to be no crazy bitch, you know. I mean, girls I gonna be I girls. Want, I didn't want it to get in my head. Yeah, women gonna be women, and they gonna look out for their homegirl, even if you know they homegirl because they a million times like girl chill. If they see something that's popping yeah, off and they and itching, that's what was they gonna do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I also think you just kind of have to. I think it's important for whoever you're with, the two people that's in a relationship, to have an understanding so that if stuff is like that, it's going and down. And the shit is so crazy because you already know what kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. I'm such an upbeat, happy person. I'm dating to fall in love every day. We're doing fun stuff. We're mushy. We're doing all of this stuff. And he kept telling me, it's something I need to tell you about. But not now because we're having such a good time. I don't want to like bring the that negative. The negative. So that literally that conversation had been brought up and pushed to the side for at least four months. Yeah. And that was the incident which kind of let the cat out of the bag when we finally talked about it. Exactly. I probably would have. You know, I would have brought it up. Like, yo, it's a situation. I mean, it's. I'm not necessarily saying it's the right thing that I should do, but I think we're both, me and the the girl, Yeah, we're in a space to where I feel like I do need to be there for her for a little while. Now, of course, ain't no, yeah. ain't no girl going to just let it be a lifetime thing. Like, at some point, nigga, y'all got to let that go. You know, we talked about on that one of the other episodes, letting go the pain from the you past. You got to let it go. But I do think it's, it's fair for that moment, especially being that he got murdered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like that is something to consider. So, with that being said, though, um, <laughs> what do you think about, like, dating apps and stuff? Of, like, dating new people, meeting people on apps and stuff? Y'all, uh, what's your take on it? I have tried dating apps, and that shit behooves me. <laughs> that people, I'm not judging. But for me, that people can really just sit up and know they're on here to find somebody and that you're clicking and talking to eight people and that other guy on the other side could be clicking and talking to eight other people and it just seemed like a whole bunch of raw sex to me for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Not raw sex. I don't know why. I don't even want to feel like a guy that I meet on Instagram is in a whole bunch of other girls' DMs. Like, I want him to have a special attraction to me, even though that might be unrealistic because that's just how niggas move. But I I definitely, I try to get on Bumble and that's the one where girls approach the guy first. Okay. Like, a guy can't message a girl. Mm -hmm. You have to message I tried to message a guy and I'm like, hey, how goes it? Like, I don't know how to start a conversation with a right. guy. I've never had to do that. So I also felt like a creep. Uh, have you been on any of the... So I, the, 
I have. I was in this space um, at one point where I was on um, ten. What is it? Tinder. Tinder. Oh, you know what it is. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the name, but it's been a while. And what? Pool of Fish, POF, whatever. That was like a while back. But I don't know. I ain't a dating app type of guy. I just can't. Like, I, I had things set up, but I never, like, moved on it. Like, I just played dumb. Like, it moved into the texts and messages. And I just I just never felt that vibe or that connection to go. And, like, with me, I know that those situations was about sex. So, right. before I, I go into it, it, like, although subconsciously you know that. That's why I feel you on the raw sex thing. Although subconsciously I knew that I might would hit. Before I waste my time. To go meet you, whether we go out to get food or whether we go out, because naturally I'm probably gonna pay for it. I kind of need to know that I'm a hit. Like it, it needs to be. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> it needs to be like obvious. Like yeah, I'm getting me some. And of course, when I get there, I still need to be attracted to the girl because she could be catfishing. You know what I'm saying? But if she's an attractive female and I'm gonna actually try to pursue it. Then I would just need to know, but I've never, I never moved forward on it. I just kind of did it. It's just not my thing. But I do got homeboys who be like, "Oh man, I be getting all kind of hoes." But out to are the they girl. trying to get all kind of hoes, or are they actually trying to find someone to date? And that's what I'm saying. These Cause I think are women look for relationships, right. On dating apps, apps. men look for pussy. pussy, for sure. And these are these the people that I know. Are definitely the niggas who be out like first ones in the girls' faces. Like you let them go first, so you they, can weed out. <laughs> you can go. <laughs> you gotta. It's crazy. I was talking to my nephew the other night. I was like, "Yo, when you got a crew of homeboys. You let the nigga that think he is just the one. Y'all send him up there first. They gonna laugh at him. You gotta watch all the other females because he gonna go for the baddest one off top. He gonna always go for the baddest one." And he gonna work his way. He gonna, <laughs> he gonna work his way. And gonna what's gonna him. be funny? What's gonna mess him up is if the baddest one don't want him, he done. Oh really? He he might be uh -oh. done because now everybody else done kind of probably eyed somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Depending on the ratio, how many guys and girls. But I think it's so funny how you know this is just a whole nother topic. But it's so funny how crews of girls and guys kind of have. A strategy towards you know one girl in the crew may not like I've learned she may not like light skin and I'm perfectly fine with that one I just got to hope in my head that ain't the one that I go yeah, after because you can't go <laughs> after else the friend after you I don't, one I don't I'll never forget yo me and one of my homies was at a restaurant and it was two girls talking at a table and niggas would do stuff like this like be like man one of go talk to us one of us go just to keep it from being awkward two niggas yeah. approaching the table so I, I'm, I'll be that guy to like go up and I'll start with a joke or something. Ha <laughs> ha. The girl I went for, she was just like, oh yeah. I got a boyfriend. I got a boyfriend. <laughs> and the other girl was you just sitting there like, like, well, what uh, <laughs> Right, because I hadn't committed to it too much. Like I had to make them laugh and it was evident that I wanted her. Yeah. It was just already too late. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just funny how when guys and, guys and girls are in those situations, how you just never know what you're going after. Like that's why you send somebody first, let him clown out, and they're gonna be laughing. You just kind of peep game to see, okay, who but is whoever she? go in first is really kind of yeah, yeah. The stakes yeah. are high. Yeah. Like exactly. it's like a risk off. Real talk. So you'll let him go for it. And nine times out of ten, it's gonna be the nigga in the group 
that's usually feeling and people don't really expect this from me but I'm actually not that guy like when it comes to situations like that I'm low key and shy with it like I'm gonna approach it real like I ain't the type that's just gonna be Travis, walking you up act like you got your glow up yesterday nah you know no the woman glowed up for a minute I just ain't never really been the guy that's been in the streets like that that's just able to like I got some homeboys who can peep Peep it down to the body language on a female. Like, I could tell how she smiles. She, you know, I'm like, damn, nigga, you damn Dr. Love. Face ass, nigga. I got like, one of your friends just in my mind. <laughs> but, like, for me, it's just like, I'm I'm looking for more than that. Like, I'm not just looking in these situations to get some. Like, I'm trying to see which one a little more on the, the you know, reserve, reserve side. side. Like, I kind of want to go for that one who ain't. Thinking that they all that because I'm telling you the tens that's your problem. What you want is a strong eight. eight. You feel me? Get you a strong eight that that's on her shit. That's independent, right? You know what I'm saying? Tens is expensive. I'm we gonna tell you about now. This like on yeah. our first episode. <laughs> I'm telling you now, like if you get you a strong eight and her assets gonna automatically push her up to a twelve because she on her shit and an eight look good. An eight is just an eight is. When when I say on the scale with the eight and the ten, I'm literally just meaning off of the first, just like impression. Eight tens are usually your Instagram models. They ain't right. really about much, you know what I'm saying? They just look good and on camera, but they're can, actually a liability, not an asset. Exactly. You don't. Mm-mm. I don't had a ten here and there, and ah, I'm done with them. <laughs> I ain't feeling with them tens. They expensive, but you like you say, you get you a nice. Eight, you know what I'm saying? You can get away with a nine, too. You could build with them. You feel me? I'm telling you. And, and like, doing, you made a good point. You could turn that eight into a 12 because for of sure. the asset. For sure. And like, I mean, like you said, about that bringing a girl around who's an engineer. Who's you feel a, me? Yeah. You know, and like, I mean, once you build that confidence and you make her feel okay about being whatever she is and doing whatever she's doing, yo, that's going to take her confidence up. And I mean, I would prefer... A strong eight that don't that don't really need no makeup. Now you definitely a ten. You definitely a ten then because ten gonna okay. have to do all of that stuff. You feel me? Nine times out of ten, your tens putting a little makeup on. Naturally, they ain't as confident in themselves. You get you an eight that's confident in them natural selves. Oh, I'm with it. You gonna get every inch. Every inch. Every inch. Every every inch. inch. Huh. Huh. Come here. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we got a little carry. Go ahead, here. Nigga had a moment, ain't it? Okay, so this is the topic I want to talk about next. What you got? And it's kind of spun from the whole power situation. Okay. Okay. Power didn't come on last week or whatever, the week before last for Okay. And basically, if y'all don't watch, the son, Tariq, he's trying to be a dope boy. He about to lose his life trying to be a dope boy. All this stuff. So his mom is finally like, fuck it. You want to be in the game? I'm going to teach you how to do the game right. And I'm going to help you sell drugs. Because what's the point of losing your life, losing your son's life right. to the game when you know you know better and can show him better? Thanks. So that kind of spins off into aspects of more everyday parenting with like, are you going to give your kids a drink if they're drinking? If right. you feel like they're drinking, are you going to give your kids condoms if they having sex or right. whatever, whatever? Well, Travis, you could just kind of elaborate on whatever part of that you would like to. So, like, for me, I have uh, nieces and nephews, and, like, I'm so close in age with them. 
I kind of see them as like my little brothers and sisters almost, right? And I'm so, I'm that uncle, you know what I'm saying? But I'll never forget when they told me that they may have or they tried to smoke weed or they done tried to drink. The first thing I told them was, I want y'all to get at y'all worst with me. Get high as hell. I would prefer you get high as hell with me. Get drunk as a mug with me. And I'm able to see how you're going to react and take care of you versus being in that situation around your friends and they got you out here looking stupid because that's the last thing I'm going to do is make you look stupid. So I feel like even with Tasha, you know what I'm saying? As a parent, she's not going to watch her son make attempts to be the street nigga and he ain't doing it when she got all the knowledge to say, because they're going to do it regardless. You know what I'm saying? With or without their parents knowing or their family knowing, they're going to do it. They get with their homies. If they homies smoking, they're going to smoke. If they drinking, they they going to drink. That's just peer pressure for millennials and you know the younger generation but i think that if my child came to me my son came to me and said yo you know if i found out he was having sex i probably first i'm gonna sit down and actually have this conversation with him on some real shit and allow him to understand what comes with that and the possible consequences because then if anything comes out of that a baby uh std or any of that stuff it's on you if you don't talk to him. Exactly. It's on me. So I, I got to teach him. I mean, and I probably would give him some rubbers just to be like, yo, just wrap, you know, wrap it up, dog. Wrap it up. But at the end of the day, he's going to have to make that decision and learn for himself. What about your daughter? See, my daughter, baby girl, come here, baby. Hug me. These niggas ain't shit. Baby, don't do it. I be telling my nieces that, man, for real. Like, y'all, don't get caught up with these niggas, man, because... I don't know what it is about us, but we just ain't always there all the time. <laughs> Most of the time. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I don't want to find them in a situation where they're so hurt and I haven't had this conversation. Granted, I'm one of them. There are some good guys out there. But I'm 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 a rare breed in these streets. You know what I'm saying? I ain't out here just trying to dog no woman out. But... Um, and not saying that most niggas are intentionally trying to dog niggas out, but a lot of times we do think with our penises versus the head on our neck. You know what I'm saying? We think with that head. So I just will have a real conversation with my daughter. I wouldn't be able to give her no rubbers and be like, yeah, pull it out when the nigga ready. Like, ah, just don't have sex. You, you would have the conversation with your daughter, don't have sex, and it just be off your hands if something happens to Right. I, I'm I'm gonna keep it real with. It. I think parents should do a better job of that because um, most parents now try to avoid that conversation. And I think about how we grew up in the church and everything seemed so bad. It kind of made you want to, to to do it because it's like they made it seem so bad. And then when you did it, they realized you didn't die. And then they made it seem so bad, but everybody got kids. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like, well, let me try this shit out. So yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm a head out. I'm a head out, and then I don't make sure I pull the head out too. You feel me? I'm gonna give some head out. <laughs> but yeah, I just think you. I think it's important at this day and age to be as transparent with your children as possible. And I don't have kids, so it may be a little different to just say. Maybe easier said than done. But I think that it's important. Were you done with that? Because I was gonna kind of segue this into. Go ahead. So a few weeks ago. Um, I had, I went home for homecoming in my hometown or whatever, and I don't think we, we didn't do last week, so 
I went to see the Joker when I got back to Atlanta, and the Joker basically was more about me- mental health more than anything, mental illness, and just how real that is. Because one thing that I learned from the movie, and I don't anybody know me know, I don't really like sitting down. Like I got ADHD, I think all adults do, but sitting down for movies like at night, I'm probably gonna fall asleep. But I didn't fall asleep in this movie. I actually really enjoyed it. But I learned a lot about this movie because what people didn't know was everything that he was going through on his own. Like, he was getting beat up for no reason. People was just, you know, taunting him for no reason. And his job was really to be a clown. Like, he was an actual clown. And... Oh, bozo. (laughs) Facts. But that was his job. You know what I'm saying? So, naturally, people were just taunting him on the regular. And he was going through things that nobody knew he was going through. And he also actually had, like... A mental illness, like that was a. I'm sure he was um, given this by the doctor. Like I'm almost positive that they said that something was wrong with him. But the people who was beating him up and people didn't know. They didn't know that about him. The man who gave him a gun didn't know that about him. And then when he got beat up, he shot these people. And he actually turned out to be the bad guy. Spoiler alert. Facts. It is. If you ain't seen it yet, go see it. Still, if not, nah, it's old as hell. If y'all really want to see it, y'all see it. Exactly. So. I think the thing about it is nobody realized that at the end he kind of turned out to be to seem like the bad guy. But this whole time he was literally just trying to. He kept saying, it's my job. Like, all I want to do is make people happy and make people smile and stuff. But the world is the bad guy. The world was the bad guy, which turned him into the bad guy. And it's like to the worst guy, to the worst guy. And you never know what people is going through, man. So you got to be real careful with how you respond to certain situations, even when people come to you just like. You know, you just talked about your mans. Yo, homegirls on this girl, it's it's a lot of parts to that situation. She going, she grieving over losing her nigga being murdered. You know what I'm saying? But you got your friends out here being funny. She could have easily just like had a whole moment. You never know what people is going through. So you just got to be careful. And another thing I learned is be friends with that nigga at work. <laughs> be friends with him because if he come into the job shooting it up, you just gonna oh, hit the be able. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought she was telling me to get a work husband. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, you want one? <laughs> I don't got none to choose from. Oh man, yeah. So be friends with that nigga because if he come in shooting up, you want him to be able to be like Mo, Mo. He was always cool. Now, yeah, bro, get him. I don't rock with him either, bro. I'm my head out though. But yeah, you know, I just thought that was pretty interesting to me. Um, that movie was pretty good, pretty solid. Well, guys, we were gonna go over the question of the week, but my computer is telling me that I have loved this space, Ooh. and so for us to continue to publish this episode, we're just gonna end. We're gonna head out. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna head out. But now nah, it's been real, y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Follow okay. us. At Let's Motive ATL. L-E-T-S-M-O-T-I-V ATL. You can follow me at I underscore Motive underscore the number eight on Twitter at Trav B Singers. And I'm Mo underscore Towns on everything. Love you guys. Bye. Hello, yo.